Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live this week from the United States Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Mike, you guys have been traveling an awful lot, it sounds like. Well, that's true. That's true. We've been, we, we have been doing that. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Again, my name is Mike. I'm the uh, host of the program here. And uh, I would normally have a couple of my, uh, my co-hosts, my cohorts, sitting here with me, but... Uh, you know, scheduling is tough. Scheduling is tough, and all traveling around the country is tough, and uh, I hope to have them with me, but I don't this week. Normally on my right would be my right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. I'd please be welcoming him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Got to see Earl a couple times this week. We uh, we hung out. We did uh, we did some. Uh, we obviously heard us together last week on the radio show, but uh, this week just could not uh, could not get away. So uh, uh, thank you to uh, to Earl. Uh, you know just for again for being part of the show. For jeez, oh, we're at five years now. We're, we've just hit our five year mark on the program. Uh, hey, also I would have with me the uh, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, the. The, the bad the bad bad attorney himself <laughs> he's 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 such a great guy I'd be welcoming into the program attorney Kevin Maxwell and where does that leave me that leaves me here by myself helming the microphones helming the electronic control board the production room everything else up here in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania all by my lonesome for the first opening segment so I'm gonna give you what I got we're going to have plenty of people joining us during the program. We're going to, we're going to, you're going to hear some names that you're, uh, you're used to hearing here, and then you're going to get to, get to meet some new people. We're going to be doing some product reviews. We're going to be doing some, uh, some great things here. Just, just ask. Ask anyone. They're all saying the same thing. <laughs> uh, I do want to talk to you first that, about what has gone on in Florida this week. And, uh, and listen, this, this applies all over the country. You know, one of the things that we have going on here, we have the Florida Department of Law Enforcement just got a lawsuit filed against them by our good friends over at Florida Carry. You know Florida Carry. We've had uh, uh, Counselor Eric Friday on from them before, and uh, their executive director, Sean Carano, has been with us. Uh, in fact, we, uh, we talked a few times this week about this and wanted to give you the, uh, the what for, the what's going on with the, with the lawsuit against the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. In Florida, we have what's called a preemption statute. Many states have it for firearms. It says basically that only the legislature can make laws 
concerning firearms. That sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Everybody should be able to read the law and do what, they, do what that says. But evidently, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement cannot. There's another law in Florida, and if those are those of you are tracking, you know, the first one was uh, Chapter 790.33. Now the second one is describes the sale and delivery of firearms. That's uh, Chapter 790.065. Again, for those that are number people like I am. It says basically how background checks are conducted at the dealer level. Uh, you know, that, that's what this deals with. It deals with, you know, if you're over 21 now in Florida, you know, that you have to be over 21 to purchase a firearm. It deals with all the things that happens to happen in a background check. The majority of people that apply for or do a you know, federal form 44473 for a firearm purchase, no problem. You know, they go through, they get their, get their approval. There's a couple other items that you can, a couple other decisions that can be made regarding your, uh, your background check. Again, you have, and this is covered in the statute, this is clear. It says approval, a non-approval, a conditional approval, and a conditional non-approval. Okay, approval and non-approval, pretty simple. Conditional approval, conditional non-approval. Hey, Mike, what are those? Conditional approval is, okay, we think this is you, but we want to double check. There's a guy in another state who's got a similar name. We'd like to take, as the law allows, up to three business days to, uh, to examine and see if this is you or not. If the state does not come back, if the Florida Department of Law Enforcement does not come back with a decision within that three business days, then you get to take the firearm home. You don't have to wait any longer because that's what the law says. Conditional non-approval usually comes out with, let's say you've got a you know, charge pending against you, you, you've been indicted for something, you've got a, a domestic violence or a restraining order against you with a hearing pending. Those guys go into conditional non-approval until those things get resolved. So once, because it is a non-approval, uh, you, you, you don't take, take the firearm home. You also are entitled to an appeal, though, under the conditional non-approval and the, approval, and the non-approval. So got that? Let me make sure I said that right. Conditional non-approvals and non-approvals, two different decisions you get to appeal. Well, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement has decided that wasn't enough. Just because that's what the law says, that doesn't mean what we're going to do. They created another category called decision pending. What's decision pending? Well, that's a good question. Nobody's quite sure. There's people that have applied to or tried to purchase a firearm, done the 4473 federal background check. The dealers have called in or used their computers to uh, access the system and been told decision pending. There's nothing in the law about a decision pending. There's no timeline on it. There's no appeals process for it. So what you ended up with is uh, you know, individuals that have been in the system for three months, four months, seven months, a year, whatever it happens to be, with no decision and with no method to appeal or even inquire about why they're in a decision pending status. That decision pending category came from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement in March of 2018. I think none too coincidentally that has something to do with the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public Safety Act of 2018 being passed. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Act of 2018 was the knee-jerk law that went into effect a month after the Parkland shooting. Remember all the senators and all the legislatures all jumped up there and said, we need to do something. We have to do something. It's for the children. So even the conservatives, even the Republicans crossed lines to come up with this anti-gun legislation. And then former Governor Rick Scott, now Senator Rick Scott, decided he also needed to do something because it was for the children. And rather than stick by his principles and stick by his party, he decided he needed to play to the media because he wanted to be the next senator from Florida, not just a governor from Florida, and voted 
and said, yes, he signed the bill, and it became law. Well, I think that might have given Commissioner Rich Swearingen up there at the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, law enforcement enough maybe power in his mind to create some policy against state law. Maybe he didn't even know he was violating state law, although he'd have to be the least knowledgeable FDLE commissioner there ever was if he's not familiar with a couple of these uh, you know, big laws in Florida. Maybe they thought they could sneak it under the wire because the MSD Act of 2018 was an anti-gun act, anti-gun law being put into place. I think that's what may have happened. So the Florida Department of Law Enforcement got sued by Florida Carry this past Monday. They cited a few individuals in there that have been in this decision pending status for up to a year. Now, Tuesday, all of those people in there, those decision pending statuses were gone. The state had come up with a decision. And FDLE has the nerve to say, oh, that's, that's just a coincidence. That's just a coincidence. Listen, folks, if you've, got, uh, if you've got a decision pending or you know people with a decision pending, have them get a hold of Florida Carry. Hey, listen, we got, uh, we just got some great show coming up for you today. we got, uh, we got good friends joining us back on the program. Like I said, we're coming to you live from the uh, United States Concealed Carry Association in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I want to thank our good friends at Splitter Customs. Splitter Customs for making this possible this week. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, United States Concealed Carry Expo. I guess it's not the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Expo. It's the United States Concealed Carry Expo. We just happen to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, it's, you know what? We'll get into this a little bit later in the program, but we are here making a huge political statement with the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, we'll get uh, Clint Macro on. You guys remember Clint uh, to talk about that. That's uh, really, really smacking them in the face there with a little bit of their illegal laws. They forget. You heard me talk about preemption last segment. Uh, you know, uh, the city of Pittsburgh does not realize what the preemption statute is in Pennsylvania. So we'll, we'll get Clint on to talk about that. Hey, I do want to talk to you uh, real quick and tell you to visit our friends at Splitter Customs. Go to splittercustoms.com. They are one of the premier firearms coatings uh, specialty facilities in the country. So check out splittercustoms.com. Uh, we, are, we are coming to you uh, from with their good graces this week. So it's our good friends at Splitter Customs. Uh, hey, I want to welcome back to the program uh, old friend uh, Rob Morse. Rob, you are with the uh, Polite Society Polite Society podcast, amongst other things. Uh, welcome back to the program. It's great to be with you, Mike. Hey, Rob, before we get to the end of the segment, i got to try and squeeze it in. Tell people where they can follow you. My writing is at the slowfacts.wordpress.com blog, slowfacts. That also appears on Ammoland, Clash Daily, uh, 2A News, a number of other sites. My podcast, the podcast that I do, right. is Self-Defense Gun Stories. Yes, um, We take the success stories because of what one of my instructors said, and you've asked it yourself. Wow, that civilian won. Was he lucky or was he good? Right, right. So let's learn from our success as well as our failures. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, the ensemble cast, yeah. Polite Society. I love, I love them both. You know, listen, listen to, listen to them all the time. I've got my regular rotation. I'm sure the same way you do because right. we see each other commenting. You know, right. so, so, so we, we, we uh, I know uh, it's a. Uh, 
it's it's being listened to by everybody you know, well, in, in our business. So. And, and you just mentioned that none of us are as smart as all of us. No, no. We inspire each other. I'll, yeah. I'll flat out admit it. Yeah, an army of Davids, like you said. There you go. You know, if we, uh, I'm not the strongest guy, but if we get an army of Davids uh, together to fight for gun rights, then uh, then you know then we win. Then we win. Then we win. Uh, this is uh, the first day here at the at the at the Concealed Carry Expo. Initial impressions? I like it a lot. It is. Uh, much more personable it is. than the NRA show, and it's for the it's for the concealed carrier. Yeah. Uh, there, there's not the uh, popcorn and jerky off in this in the corner, <laughs> right. which is your county gun show. Right. It's it's very directed. I like that they have a women's section. Yes. It's aimed at new people. Hi, here are the thousand questions you have. Let's play the what if game. If you're wearing this, if you're dressed right. like that, if you're in this environment. I, uh, I wish they had it for guys, because yeah, let's yeah, face right, it, right, you know. Right, right. Um, I would, uh, maybe we can get some, uh, some medical scrubs or something. We there can we, wear those. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> a joke about our friend, Dr. John Adine, who wore medical scrubs in a concealed carry fashion show uh, at the Indiana War Memorial Expo adjacent to yes, the NRA convention. Yeah, yeah. that was just uh, two, three weeks on here. He's a fan favorite, so we always bring you Dr. John, and I did not realize that he had worn scrubs during that, so right. that's, uh, that's why we're pointing that out. I'll get Dr. John on at some point, and we'll, uh, we'll bring that back up. Um, you know, you and I were talking during the break, and uh, you know, we were trying to figure out where we want to go with this segment, and, and, and I think we talked for about an hour before we realized microphones weren't on. We need, we need, to, we need to get back on track, uh, and, I, and I'm going to let you bring it in. What's great about this show and why not only your, your podcast show, but this Concealed Carry Expo show, people are trying to demonize yes. armed civilian defense. Think of all the red flag laws. Yeah. They're designed to drive us back underground. Right. Turn that around. Now, the odd thing is, concealed carry is concealed. So Correct. you could do it a lifetime, your neighbor would never know other than you mentioned it over, you know, the back fence during a barbecue sometime. Right. That's a problem because it's a virtue. And the way civilian defense is being attacked is by making it safer. Yes. Oh, it's safer if you have fewer rounds. Oh, it's safer if you can only carry on odd numbered Tuesdays and even numbered months. <laughs> right. And we're going to ask you to put your gun in a block of concrete at home when you're not using it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, Washington, right. D.C. style. Yeah, it, yeah. It, Washington, yeah. D.C. style. Yeah. Just assembled in the block of exactly. concrete. Right. It is safer until you consider that we defend ourselves millions of times a year. Right. The terrible news is we have thousands of accidents. Not all, Thank right. God, not fatal, but unintended things where, right. oh, you pointed it somewhere you shouldn't have. Right. Well, but that means each time we disarm someone we are making them a thousand times less safe. And so we have to remember that concealed carry, the civilian owning of firearms, is a virtue. It saves lives. And when you restrict it, you're putting us at risk. And, and, and we see it continually. I mean, we could point around the country. We talk about it all the time on our program, on your programs. It's, it's something that we see continually. It's, it's the, let's have, a, you know, if we have 10 rounds in the magazine, uh, then, then, then the bad guy will be unable to kill as many people in a mass shooting. Okay, well, how about the woman at home who only has one magazine because she picked up her handgun when she heard somebody at the door? She didn't have time to strap on a duty belt. She didn't have time to grab a bag of ammunition uh, and, and head downstairs. 
you know, what about that individual that's trying to protect themselves? You know, that that's that's what we that's what we see. You know, well, you can't have, sorry, you can't have an a military assault style rifle because they're evil and somebody that committed many many felonies and murders he used one so we don't want you to use one of those to defend yourself or to sport hunt or to you know uh, target shoot with we that's that's not what we want kathy jackson and i years ago were talking about the ar when a lot of women were entering into armed defense right and she goes you know what ar should stand for it's got to just paint them all pink it's a girl's gun <laughs> it's not a battle rifle. Why right. is it so popular? I can adjust its size. Yeah. It's lightweight. Right. The rec manageable recoil. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the gun you give to your friend's girlfriend after they've shot the uh, ten twenty two. Yeah. Here right. now, try this. Right. Right. It's the everyman rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's make that one illegal. What What are you thinking? I wrote in uh, from the airport yesterday. Uh, just you know, luck of the draw, Uber driver. Uh, he asked where I was going. I told him I was going to the concealed carry expo. And he told me all about how we supported firearms. He's a gun guy. Listen, he doesn't live in the city of Pittsburgh proper. He's outside of town. And uh, he's a, uh, he carries, you know, he told me all about how Uber does not allow them to carry firearms. Um, and, but he said, listen, I'd, I would rather be alive and have uh, Uber fire me, you know, than, than not carry my firearm and end up dead. Right. So he goes, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to that for me. Um, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not big on all them assault weapons, though. Uh, and, and, I, and I sat and I went, hmm. Well, you know, can you can you help me? Tell me the difference between the two. Well, assault weapons. You know, they, they're they're, you know, um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just never been exposed to them. Never had right. one. Gave him, I gave him some places to you know to stop, take a look, and uh, get right. some education on. I gave him what I, I could give him on the ten or fifteen minute drive on the way in. Sure. Uh, but it was it was. He's a product of his society. He lives in the city of Pittsburgh or outside the city of Pittsburgh where you can't have them. And, and somebody framed the debate yeah. and he had no real world experience to counter it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So it was, uh, it wasn't interesting. It was, it was interesting. Um, now let, let's jump back. We were, we, were, we were having this conversation about being disarmed. Education is, is, is key. How do we educate? How do we do? I mean, I know what you and I are doing. How can the individuals sitting out there? How can those just sitting there going, "Hey, I want to listen to these guys on the radio"? What do they do? What do they have to do to, to educate the difference between what the anti's are putting out versus the pros? Well, by listening to Mike's podcast, <laughs> you're you are you're taking yourself to school. Right. Thank you. Right. That means you listen to the mainstream media differently from now on. Right. You go, wait, wait, wait. They're not telling you the complete story because you know what Arms Room Radio is telling you. Right, right. So, you know, that's the antidote right there. It's great. Um, we, we, we try. We put it out. We, we, we do everything. We do everything we can uh, on the program, as, as, you, as, as do you. Um, uh, I enjoy the, the reading your, your, your works also, the, the writing. I've just started to, trying to jump back into that again. But... Uh, I don't know. I, every time I write something, it looks like a comic strip. I try to make a serious point, but then I'm asking weird questions, and they're you know, and people are like, what, "What's going on with this guy?" But um, Rob, I've enjoyed having you here on the program with me. Uh, love doing it. Uh, I, I think I may uh, jump over to your side soon. Uh, you know, perhaps I, I'll, I'll set with you and, and your guys behind your microphones. I, I would love to have you on the Polite Society. We've got a lot to talk about. It's a it's a it's a great program, folks. So please check it out. The websites are. Politics and Guns or PoliteSociety.com, Slow Facts, and 
self-defense gun stories. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We'll see you after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Association Expo and Training Clint, help me out. I forget now. What is it? Where, where this it's is an the, extravaganza. It's extra, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 that's what it is. Um, hey, I want to I thank uh, my friends at Splitter Customs for, for sponsoring the event this weekend. We are, we are here by their good graces. If you're looking for some custom firearm work, custom coatings, paint on your firearm, check out SplitterCustoms.com. That's SplitterCustoms.com. Now, you may have guessed my, uh, my next guest already but based on me giving it away. But uh, let me uh, welcome back a good friend of the program, uh, Clint Macro. Clint, uh, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me on, man. It's a real honor to be back on the show. Hey, um, before we get uh, we get to the end of the segment, and uh, we have to try and squeeze it in because I always forget, how can people follow you? How can people find out about TPU and how people can find about everything you got coming up? Well, the, the website is uh, TriggerPressersUnion.com. That's www.TriggerPressersUnion.com. Uh, you can also follow me on, on the Facebook and that's uh, yeah, actually that's just, just my name, Clint Macro, on there. And you can, uh, I, I recently just set up uh, Instagram, which is under Trigger Pressers Union. Instagram, did you set that up on your own? Uh, actually, Rob Pincus helped <laughs> me with that. He says, he says, you need to get on Instagram. So he set it up for me. Actually, he did it a year ago when right. I was here. And but this forgot year, to tell you the password. Well, and, I know, couldn't remember it. So we, we got that all figured out. Uh, you can also, we're going to talk about National Train a Teacher Day, and I want right. to be clear that, that that website is nationaltrainateacherday.com okay. as well. Very good, very good. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that with the, 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 the Instagram. I have, here's my phone. Here's my phone. It's almost broken, though, and I have a work phone. And I, <laughs> and I have Instagram, but it's on the broken phone, and I can't get to it because the bottom of my screen doesn't work. Oh, that's too bad. But my social media person set it up for me. 
and I don't know how to get to it because I don't know the password. Yeah. So it, I've, I've got that same problem where somebody else set it up for me and literally I didn't know the password. <laughs> so that's, that's what it did. Yeah. Um, trigger Presser Union. I, I hit you up earlier. I said, uh, listen, I, I, local number one, Trigger Presser Union, that's up here in, uh, that's up here in Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I said, uh, you know what? I think it might be time for uh, local number two. Oh, I'd love to open up other locals in other cities. I actually have a pretty cool plan in place, and I need to get together with some folks and maybe talk about how to implement that plan. Perhaps that's what we'll be doing. Uh, folks, I, you know, listen, I, I, I have Arms Room uh, radio logos everywhere, and the only, Lego, label, the only logo I have that's not mine that sits around here anywhere else, and it's right here on my computer, is my TPU sticker. My, my big view, my pie-in-the-sky view of Trigger Pressers Union was always a... A group of instructors that right. could benefit from one another, it, yeah. just like a union, you know, where perhaps there might be a range that was a local, and those instructors could utilize that range. You know, there'd be some hoops to jump through, make sure they're not going to, you know, be a bunch of yo-yos, uh, but give those instructors a way to continue to train our fellow citizens. Let's uh, let's let's hit the story again with people real quick. Triggers Pressers Union, we, we, we know what it is. How did it get the name? Tell everybody this story. Oh, actually, th this is kind of interesting. I was uh, working in a sportsman's club. We were talking about doing some pro-gun things at a, at a rally in Harrisburg. And at the time, I was just training as Clint. It was just me, you know. Yeah. And, and I wanted to come up with a, with a business name. And we were trying to get some folks to go down and like the the muzzleloader guys could care care less about the ars and right. the pistol guys they you know and like guys we all press triggers here and <laughs> then i thought huh and then i saw andy landers uh, andy lander okay from, used to be with nra he has a, a bolt face on his on his arm as a tattoo right and i saw that and that kind of made me think of what ended up being the logo of the two trigger fingers pointing to one another so that's kind of that's kind of where it came from it's pretty cool trigger pressers union i love the design and again it's the only uh, only logo i sport that's not my own well, i appreciate so that it's, it's good let's talk about national train of teacher day yes national train of teacher day this is our second year that we're doing it uh the official national train of teacher day will take place on july 20th this okay. year we did it in may last year yes and based upon the feedback we had with the end users that came and took part of that uh, we decided that we'd try it this time of year in, in July. They thought we would have a better turnout. Yeah, and it may a little bit close to the end of the school year there. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people were like with, with finals coming up at right. the end of the year, it was difficult for them to take advantage of it. So uh, instructors across the country are volunteering to offer training for free to teachers, school staff, and administrators on right. National Train of Teacher Day to help empower them, educate right. them, and empower them. And we had a lot of people take part of it last year. We had I think close to 150 instructors last year. Right now, I'm well over 200 instructors that have volunteered their time. And this year, actually, uh, United States Concealed Carry Association and TASER are official sponsors. Outstanding. So in addition to helping us spread the gospel and get it out through a lot of their media outlets, USCCA is giving free textbooks to certified instructors who are teaching USCCA curriculum on National Train of Teacher Day. There's a process by which they have to do that, right. but they're offering those textbooks for free. Uh, the DSF program, if there's an instructor teaching that, the online portion of that class will be given to the to the end user for free as well. Okay. Uh, Taser is also offering uh, some cartridges to their instructors and some other things that they could use to put the class on which so pretty excited about that and it's gonna it's gonna help it's gonna help the instructors put it on one of the things that we have when someone signs up as a as a volunteer they need to offer this training for free right and you know some folks were able to you know get the range to donate the time to yeah. but there were other folks that actually went out of pocket on this but we all feel it's that important you know we want to try to educate and empower those people who are charged with the education and safety of our children and I think 
education has always been the answer. You know, in, in a constitutional republic, if we exercise our rights, we yeah. can find an answer in that. So what better person to be an advocate for change in a school where perhaps maybe they can't have a firearm than an educated in, uh, teacher or, right. or school staff or admin. And it's not just about the gun, it's about protecting the children. And we've got instructors teaching, for instance, concealed carry classes. Other, I'm teaching a home defense course where we can use a lot of the, the USCCA's home defense fundamentals. Okay. And you can use a lot of those tactics and, and uh, tactics right. in, in a classroom. You know, we want to evade, barricade ourselves, guard that door, and, and protect those children who are inside of that room. I'm also putting on the Countering the Mass Shooter Threat presentation, which Michael Martin's putting on here, which really goes through the data of the evil mass murders that have taken place in schools and other places, looks at the response times from police and and uh, shots fired, so on and so forth. And then we extrapolate that information and help people to start to develop their own uh, strategy of defense right, for, right. for their church or school, what have you. Uh, there are other folks putting on first aid training, stop the bleed classes, yeah. you know, because a lot of folks don't realize when first responders get there, those police, they're going to step over your body to go take care of the bad guy and you might be bleeding out. So it's important that we have those basic skills. And for those folks that aren't interested in the firearm, great, get some medical training, you know, learn about how guns work to kind of demystify right, it so right. that perhaps they recognize, oh, he's at slide lock. He can't hurt me. Let's jump on the guy. Right. You know, so I, I think there's a lot of a lot of great information out there for all these folks. It's not about the gun. I happen to think a firearm is the most efficient tool available for defense. Yeah. But, you know, if... If, if it's not your tool. If Listen, it's not if your tool, yeah. If you're just, you know, this, you know, our military called them conscientious objectors. If you're the guy that can't pick up the gun, but you can pick up, uh, you know, a pressure bandage, let's teach you that. Sure. Let's get there. Yeah, last year there was a... Uh, superintendent in eastern pennsylvania that put buckets of rocks in all of this yeah. in all the classrooms right. a lot of people gave that guy guff but right. i think that was an excellent idea because legally we can't arm a teacher in pennsylvania right and this empowered them so that I, you know i charge any of us to stand there while teenagers pelt, pelt us with rocks yeah. you know yeah. yeah and that empowers them to do something other than the cower in the corner and wait for the police to get there or to be to be uh, killed by a uh, an evildoer yeah yeah exactly right the uh on National Training Teacher Day, what's what's the curriculum? What is the teacher looking forward to? How many hours is this? What if, if they're listening to this now, going, "Hmm, this is interesting." What what kind of training are they going to be getting? Well, it depends on the instructor. You know, okay. we're I I uh, we request that the instructors all teach a standard standardized course. If they taught the standardized course that 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 you're looking for, the minimum standardized course, what are they getting? Uh, like countering the mass shooter threat is a five hour presentation. Okay. You know, an NRA basic pistol course is run runs about eight nine hours. Right. Uh, the uh, DSF program, the USC, USCCA's DSF program, right. they're going to have the online training plus six or seven hours on the range. So it, it'll vary depending on the course it's being taught. But I'm trying very hard to make sure that all of the instructors are volunteering, report to me what classes they're teaching, and yeah. I'm listing them on the website. So when a teacher or school staff or admin wants to get involved, they can find an instructor near them, and they should be able to find out what class they're teaching and kind of shop for the, the best fit for them. Very good, very good. The... Um Parents sitting out there, parents that are saying, man, I, I wish they could teach this at my school. Can, can they reach out? Can they, you know, the, I know an instructor. Let's just say that, I mean, there's somebody out there in, in, in you know, uh, you know a, a town that you don't have contracted yet for teaching. Yes, yeah. for, for this going on. Con how do they get? In, how do they get involved? How does everybody else get involved in this? Well, you could contact me or okay. Grant Gallagher, who's the other administrator for National Training Teacher. If there's not a teacher doing something in your town, find us, and we'll right. we'll search search the globe and try and get you connected because right. we believe that much in it. And I'm sure if I contacted 
John Howard at NRA or, right. or Steve at USCCA and say, hey, there's someone in this town, can you maybe put me in touch with some certified instructors in that area? Right. I, I'm, I feel confident I could make that happen. Clear, we're running up on the clock. Can you stick around? We do another segment here? Yes. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo, brought to you by Splitter Customs. So stick around. We'll be right back. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We are brought to you this week by our good friends at Splitter Customs. That's splittercustoms.com. If you want to get some custom paint work done on your firearm, check out splittercustoms.com. Hey, I want to welcome back. Sitting down with me, we, uh, we left last break off with him with uh, Clint Macro. Clint, welcome back. Thanks, sir. Uh, not like I was going to let you go anywhere in between the break, <laughs> but welcome back. Uh, and, uh, and, and evidently, there's no security at the door. They're letting people wander around aimlessly. And, uh, and our good friend, uh, uh, Sergeant Chad, you know, wandered over the program. Chad, uh, you're back, uh, back here with us uh, in person. 
Yeah, yeah. Now I gotta. I can't have the safety of the telephone. I have to actually look at you while I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Just uh, hands above the table, buddy. Hands little, above the table. A little that's, worrisome. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, Chad, you're you're here uh, with the with your USCCA instructor. Let's say that you're concealed United States Concealed Carry Association instructor. Yes, training counselor with the USCCA. And uh, and with uh, Next Level Training. Correct. And uh, and so you're here for on a couple of different reasons. Yeah, kind of bouncing around, uh, helping out uh, with the class a little bit upstairs with uh, Gary Drake and uh, Don Gula. They got a couple other people helping them. And then also working down at the booth on the expo floor. So a couple dual roles here. That's it. Uh, you're, I think that they call that double dipping. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you're getting, yeah, you're getting, yeah. getting volunteering, getting paid by, by neither. Is that double dipping? Maybe, maybe. That's, <laughs> I, I watch my mail or whatever happens. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, Clint, you and I uh, left off last, uh, last segment. We were talking about the National Training Teacher Day. Yes. And we know now that uh, if somebody wants to get involved, if they, if, you know, whether it's a parent, whether it's a teacher, uh, they want to see it at their school, they want their teachers to take part in it, that they can reach out to you, they can go to the website, they can go to, uh, uh, to you or, or to uh, or what it's – National Train a Teacher Day. National Train a Teacher yeah. Day dot com. Yeah, they can go there and try and, and try and get things involved. Yeah, I have all the instructors listed on there, and if there's someone who's not in your area, then right. contact Grant Gallagher, who's the other administrator, or myself, right. and we'll we'll try and get you put together with someone that can give you that training on that day. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, we're here at the expo. What's uh, what are you here doing this weekend? Obviously, you're a U.S. Concealed Carry Association instructor as well, and but you're uh, you're doing some speaking. Yeah, actually, I have a seminars tomorrow and on Sunday uh, doing the Concealed Carry Lifestyle Seminar. It's one I've put on for a couple of years, and it continuously evolves. And I'm doing that tomorrow from 4 to 5, and then on Sunday from 1.30 to 2.30. I don't know exactly which room it is, but right. if you look in the brochure, you can find that right, information right. pretty readily. Tell me about the, the, the seminar. Tell me about the Concealed Carry Lifestyle. Yeah, it's a, it's a great seminar. I've, it, I've crafted it over time. It's originally based upon an article I did for Personal Defense Network called the Concealed Carry Infrastructure. Okay. You know, there's a lot more than just having a firearm when you want to become your own family first responder. Right. You know, there's uh, equipment there. You know, you wouldn't own a ambulance and just park it in the front yard and throw a tarp over it. You right. would need somewhere to park it and, and, and make sure that it's being charged up, all the things that are inside of it. So right. there's a lot more to that, a, a proper storage device, a, a proper holster, getting proper training, having your legal team in place. Yeah. So it gets into that. It's anyone can find value in it, uh, but it's really geared more towards that person that's just deciding that they're going to take those steps to be take on those responsibilities to be their own family first responder. It sounds like the, the what do we call it the, the ten thousand foot view. It's yeah, the ten thousand foot view. You, I think that's fair to say. You sure. get a, it's not it's not focused on any one of those. You, you cover everything that need, they need to start checking out and being aware of when they're going to enter into this lifestyle. Sure, sure. And I and I get into some details, you know, but it's it does cover a wide range of, of topics within becoming your own family first responder. Right, right. That's great. Uh, we, we did mention the, the medical when we were talking last segment. And Chad, to uh, jump in here anytime you want to. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we did mention the, the medical last segment uh, when we were talking about the National Training Teacher Day. Um, I know that the, uh, that's something that the FASTER program does, the guys out of you know, uh, Buckeye. Uh, in Ohio, yeah. Um, and um, I've seen... Um, we know that uh, Masad Ayub gets into that. We know mm -hmm. that uh, you know Dr. John Adine from DRGO, Doctor Responsible Gun Owners, uh, gets into that. What um, what what do you what do you want to see at a minimum there when when we're talking about training these teachers? Um, because like we said, maybe the teacher's not the gun toter. Right. You know, there, there's there is something available, and, I, and it's from going back to restress this again. We're not talking about arming teachers all the time. You know, we're we're talking about uh, you know making sure that the children are safe 
and the faculty and the staff are safe there. Absolutely, and, and to answer that comment, we, as National Train a Teacher Day, as a policy, we are absolutely against a nationally sanctioned armed teacher program. I think right. that's a horrible idea. Right. But law-abiding citizens who happen to be teachers should be able to exercise that right at work. That's what we're looking for. So getting rid of gun-free zones ultimately would be like the best thing that we could do. But as far as the, the first aid goes, I, I think really like the, the Stop the Bleed program is right. fantastic. Right. It's a very small commitment of time, but people are empowered after that to use a tourniquet and as, an Israeli bandage or something like that. Let's so uh, no, at, yeah, at a exactly, minimum, yeah. I think that's something that every, every citizen should be able to get that right. training. Right. Yeah, great point, great point. Let's jump back there to a second with the armor teacher. First off, I hate the uh, the arming teachers. It makes it sound like we're lining them up at the arms room door every morning and issue them shotguns and rifles right. when they go into school. I do like uh, allowing teachers to be armed or letting teachers you know, continue to exercise their Second Amendment rights no matter where there's imaginary line painted on the ground. Right. Uh, Florida just approved the 140-hour course if teachers want to, uh, to be armed and their school superintendents say yes, of which about 15 or 20 school superintendents have said no, they don't want it because you know they're more worried about votes than children's lives. Right. I agree with you that there should be no imaginary line on the ground. If the teacher can carry as a, as a citizen, as an adult, as a parent, at home, at the grocery store, at the mall, no matter where it is, why do they have to give up the right to protect themselves and their daytime family when they cross that imaginary line where there's a gun-free zone at a school? Absolutely. I do think that we have seen in some states where they, they're saying now we're going to allow teachers to be armed, but we want them to have training. Is that the foot in the door? Do we let them do that and say, okay, let's let them say it. We're, they're going to let the teachers be armed. It's 140 hours, and then next year we'll get it worked down to 80. Well, next year we get it worked to 40. I'm, I'm, or do we attack it from, you know what? Let's get rid of gun-free zones and let people exercise their rights wherever they want them to. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a long conversation to get into. And, I'm, right, I'm, and we only have two and a half minutes. I'm very against <laughs> mandatory training in any sense. I don't uh, see I, it anywhere I, in the I, Second I, Amendment, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think yeah. training is a great thing. Obviously, yeah. that's how I make my living. But right. I, mandatory training, I, I don't think, is, is a good idea. But regardless, getting rid of that gun-free zone, letting bad people know that someone in that building might have a gun is a huge deterrent. And we've seen time and time again where evildoers skip past those potential places yeah. and they go for the place where they think they're going to get the highest body count with the least amount of resistance. So just the possibility of a teacher being armed in that building, I think, is a huge step. Exactly right, exactly right. Now we only got about two minutes left and uh, let's come to the most important topic here. We're in a town that, uh, that, that wants to ban more guns. Absolutely. Uh, we've been, uh, we're actually in litigation with the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Allegheny County Sportsman's League and Firearms Owners Against Crime are in the midst of litigation. We're both being represented by Joshua Prince, okay. who's actually going to be here doing some seminars. He's amazing. He's He's a go-getter, he's creative, and we feel that we are in good hands with, with Josh. Give me the 30-second snapshot. What is, and we've talked about it on the program, uh, but, but what, is, uh, what has this Pittsburgh City Council done? Pittsburgh City Council and the mayor have violated the law in the state of Pennsylvania and have violated the rights of law-abiding citizens. And essentially what they are doing is they are knowing and willfully violating the state preemption laws and they don't care. And they're hoping to have it be legislated away in, you know, in the court system. And really, they not only need to be stopped, but they need to be held accountable because it's quite clear this is their test case on how to defeat preemption across the country. Right. So when people say, I don't live in Pittsburgh, why do I care about this? We need to stop this stuff now because otherwise it's going to come to your town. Kind of like we send American heroes overseas to stop terrorists. Exactly right. So they're not in our backyard. Well, yep. we need to stop these people here before they come to your town. You contacted the governor, lieutenant governor, and uh, their response was it's a local issue. 
Yes, which was a, a, a absolutely unbelievable response right. and, and quite incorrect as far as the law is concerned. Well, sure. You know, these are, this is the guy signing the bills and creating the law yeah. up there, and then he's like, it's a local issue. No, he didn't violate a local ordinance. They violated the state law. But right, that's right. It. And the, state, the law is very clear on that. So how, do, how do people help you with this? Because, listen, and folks, you know this. You know, they're, they're not litigating this for free. How can people jump on board to help support you and what you're doing to fight the city of Pittsburgh? If, if you go on to the Firearms Owners Against Crime website, that's foac-pac.org, uh, you can find a link to donate money to the cause, and all the money goes to Joshua Prince. He's representing both organizations, so it, a donation to either organization right. benefits the other. Uh, also, if you're at the Expo, uh, Firearms Owners Against Crime is raffling off a flamethrower, which is one of the items in their list of 1990s action movie guns that they're, they're right. banning. Uh, we are selling tickets for the flamethrower. So if you buy a ticket for the flamethrower, all of the proceeds from that go to help, help uh, the cause. Clint, thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure having you on the program. Folks, listen, uh, thanks for joining us first hour. Stick around. we got more to come. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. 
If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Association uh, Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We are we are up here this year, thanks to our, our good friends at uh, Splitter Customs. So again, I want to say thank you to Splitter Customs. If you want some premier firearm coatings for your firearm, go to splittercustoms.com. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'm uh, going to be driving the train here for the, the last hour of the program. Uh, normally, I listen. You guys know this. Normally, I'd have uh, my, uh, my my cohorts with me. On my right would be the the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boom. I'd please be welcoming back. His name was Earl. Doctor Corporate, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. And then on my left, I would have the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. I'd be welcoming back attorney Kevin Maxwell. But they could not make the trip to the USCCA Concealed Carry Expo up here in Pittsburgh with me. So I'm, I'm here, and I'm joined by uh, a good friend of the program. You've heard him here. In fact, you heard him here last hour. He was mostly quiet last segment, but uh, but he's but now he's sitting in with me by himself. Uh, welcome back, uh, Chad. Chad, welcome to the program. Thanks for letting me stick around. So uh, you, you're, you're here working. We, we covered that last segment. Um, what, are you, what are you seeing so far here uh, as far as the training goes? How's things looking? Uh, you know, you've been up there on stage with, uh, with Don and Gary, and uh, how are things looking there? Good. Their class had a great, great, great turnout. Uh, and anybody that came down from their class to the booth down here, I, I asked them about, about it, and nothing but positive things to say. They're all taking away a lot of good stuff, a lot of good tactics, and, right. and training for that close quarter combat. They, uh, they, they had a, I'm sure we'll get Don on at some point. He had a woman in, this, a woman in the class stand up, and you know, they were talking about the scenarios and what to do afterwards. And uh, she stood up and talked about how, I think it was uh, eight, eight days ago, yeah. She, was, she was in the shooting, uh, yeah. and, and it was just, you know, Don said this, the whole crowd just got silent and was like, wow. Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of her story, and, uh, you know, I, 
if you could track her down and find her, she'd be a good one to talk to. I think uh, she had a good good story to tell. Yeah, it was very eye opening. He said, you know, the way, the way it, uh, you know, the class was about that, and then this, you know, it wasn't uh, planned, planted, or anything right. like that. Just raised her hand and, uh, and and started to go off on uh, on what happened to her, and everybody. Right. It was just you know it hitting every point that uh, you know Don and Gary had been training on there. Yeah. Uh, so so it, it worked out well. Yeah. You know this this show I, I like the show is a uh, you know we, we were talking a little bit off air and folks if you if you've never been to one of the concealed carry expos they're growing this is the fourth one I think this is uh, yeah I think this is the fourth concealed carry expo and they're they're, they're growing this is this this is a really uh, you know big event it's uh, I, I don't know there's there's you know three four hundred vendors here something along those lines um, there are. Uh, lots of training events going on. That's that's the primary focus, I would say. People want to come here and do the training, and it's it's all available. It's, this is not just like when you go to a gun show and you know you go take your forty five minutes and uh, and take a concealed weapons class. This is high speed. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know. They have entry level stuff here. If you're coming, I know. Uh, uh, Clint Macro's doing the whole, you know, the 10,000 foot view of the concealed carry lifestyle. Right. Then you get into what Don and Gary are doing and everybody else that's doing. You know, you have Rob Pinkus is teaching. you got the Instructor Zero here doing some instructing. And you can register and get into these classes and learn everything from basic level to the most advanced level of, of, of uh, you know, combat instruction. Yeah, and for the admission that you're, you're paying to get in here, uh, I don't know exactly what the numbers are. There's so many of those classes that are free yeah. to attend if, if you pay the admission to get in. And even if you do have to pay a little bit more for some of the upper-level classes, you're right. not paying a lot, and, and you're getting so much out of them. Yeah, the, the, uh, I think you know if you're a USCCA member, you're getting in here for free. Uh, if you're not a USCCA member, a member, it's a, a you know, look at the, the manuals, you know, 15 25 bucks, yeah, something like that. $20, yeah, something. yeah. And so... But it's here. It's all here. And then the vendors. The vendors are, you know, normally when you go someplace like when we go to, uh, when we're just at NRA or at SHOT Show uh, or any of the other big places we go, the 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 vendors are the primary focus. They're, you know, it's trying to sell. Here it's, I don't want to say it's it's secondary because, you know, the vendors here are doing are doing great business and there's great things to see. But people come here for the training and in between the training, they, they're looking at the products. Yeah, the, the training yesterday went all day, and the uh, the expo itself for the vendors didn't even start until two o'clock. Right. So people were here taking classes throughout the morning, well before we even had to open our doors. Right. To, to the customers coming to us. So. It. Um, you guys are doing good business over there. It looks like because it seems as though more and more instructors in these classes are using cert pistols. It. It is amazing when you hear so many people are coming up now. They're saying, "Hey, I saw your." the cert pistol in this class i took this class or i'm walking around the floor and this software program is using the cert pistol or these right. people are demoing it even uh, there's an, uh, a shooting glass company over here that they've got the cert pistols on their table so they can demo their shooting glasses so yeah there's a lot of people that, are, that it's being exposed and we appreciate the support from everybody out there um from start to finish and and uh the, it's definitely being more recognized, and, and we're getting a lot of people that are coming up that said they saw it somewhere else and they want to know more about it. It is great. Uh, and folks, you, you, you hear us talk about them. You hear the commercials all day long. Just check them out over at uh, nextleveltraining.com. And uh, I know if, if all goes well, you know, we, we should have uh, Mike Hughes coming back on the program here within uh, the next uh, you know, segment or two as well. So we'll get some updates from Mike. Uh, always good, always good stories. And he said he's bringing, he might be bringing a special guest with him. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope he does. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but I hope his, uh, the special guest can make it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And, and yeah. so, uh, and folks, you know, stick around for you know for special guests. But uh, it, it's uh, the, the event here is going going well. Chad, we got a couple minutes left. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit off to what we're talking about at the moment. We were talking last hour about um, teachers being armed in schools. 
Uh, you know, you're a, you're a full-time, uh, you know, pr- protector of the freedoms as a law enforcement yeah. officer. Um, your opinion. Let me get your opinion, professional opinion, as, as, the, uh, as the law enforcement officer with having teachers in school that are either, you know, trained with extreme hours or just, uh, you know, allowed to carry their firearm if they have their concealed permit. I, I agree with a lot of what was said between you and uh, Clinton last hour is uh, if you've got somebody that is goes through the the proper steps are properly and responsibly trained right. to carry that firearm that in to use your words to cross an imaginary line and now all of a sudden you can't protect yourself or your group of students that are there uh, but you can do so at walmart you right. go to any store right. you can carry it in there you can protect yourself there but not at, at the school so and, and i think that's the key is uh properly trained so they know what they're doing so any I don't think there needs to be special training for a teacher. If you're doing the right training, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, and I also agree with we're not arming every teacher. We're not saying we need to protect our kids. Every teacher has to carry a gun, whether you want to or not. It's just if, if you're trained, you have your permit, and you want to, you should not have to check that at the door and, right. uh, and leave it behind. If you're responding to a call and you hear there's a shooting at the school, do you want to know that there's teachers? Do you, do you want teachers armed? Do you want them on the other side? That, you know, or do you want to? You want to be the one that gets there and says, "No, no, no! Wait for us. We'll take care of it." Knowing how long it can take sometimes uh, to get there, and uh, so much of it depends on timing and where we are when those calls come in. I would like to know that somebody can take care of the problem appropriately, and you know, and so many of the the concerns and problems of accidental shootings or you know law enforcement shows up and bad things happen to the the person that's taking care of the problem that can all be taken care of with that training with that knowledge uh, that that they would get there you go folks you heard it right here hey stick around listen uh, you're listening to arms room radio coming to you live from the concealed carry expo thanks to our friends again at splittercustoms.com we'll be back after the break Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the uh, USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Again, I want to thank uh, good friends from Splitter Customs for, for making today possible. Check them out for all your premier firearms coatings. It's Splitter customs.com that's splittercustoms.com hey i want to welcome in my uh, my next guest uh, you, you guys you, you know him you love him uh, welcome to back to the program mike hughes from next level training great to be here mike great as always mike it's always good to see you i know it's, it seems like it's been almost two and a half weeks since i've seen you and Boy, uh, long time it's long a, time it's like that awkward goodbye then you got to come back in the room again and like right, have, yeah. have another goodbye yeah. Yeah, like you slam the door and i'm out of here and then you come back i forgot my keys yeah I forgot my keys. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are today uh mike you brought a special guest with you to the program oh very special guest very very pleased to introduce here instructor zero coming from abroad all the way in italy um can Obviously, I think a lot of your listeners will probably have seen Instructor Zero, a lot yes. of his blazing speed. I mean, this is a, an, an incredible guy. I've had a chance to uh, be with him a bit in Italy, doing some armors course, doing some exciting stuff, which he's going to talk about overseas. And before I hand off the range, I just want to say that this, this guy's he very is impressive. I mean, he talks so much on mindset and the importance of the mind as a weapon, but yet he hits so much on fundamentals. And it's the critical aspect of having solid fundamentals to make everything accessible. And then just having a lot of practical application experience. So it's a really, really tight trinity that, that probably is not totally illuminated 
by a lot of the, the heavy speed and social media um, content that a lot of people may have seen. So, Zero, great to have you here. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. For me, it's a big pleasure. Thank you, uh, Mike, and thank you, Mike, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, to invite me here. Uh, for me, it's a, just a huge uh, pleasure. Uh, US, uh, USCCA, uh, for me, is the first experience in this expo. And we already did a couple of lectures and great experience. Uh, Mike was in, uh, one in the last one. What do you think? Well, your last lecture was fantastic, as always, Zero. Um, again, I mean, to reiterate what I talked about just, just now, you're, yeah, you got a really strong message as far as, as not getting so caught up in, in gear and, and you know, things like that, but really hit training, the importance of training, putting training in context, extending it, you know, really thinking about it. I think, it, I think in a short amount of time, you really put forth how people have to, have to be more thoughtful and mindful um, not to the point where they get processed by analysis and not trained, but but go beyond just the range and and put it in a fuller context, in more of a lifestyle manner. Yeah, this is uh, our goal. Is even the reason why we're here because we uh, really have the chance to spread the word and to because I think we need to give our contribute. You know, every uh, every educator, every uh, instructor. Uh, uh, should work on this side because we need to educate people uh, first on have the proper mindset because the mindset is the key for everything. If you don't have the proper mindset, you you don't train in the proper way, you don't carry the firearm in the proper way, you don't apply the proper uh, uh, awareness in your life. So the mindset is the key, it's the first step. And then also to educate people uh, to be focused on what is really important because there are tons of false informations in this industry that can make a lot of confusion on the civilian side. So what we uh, want to do together with the SRT guys that are incredible company. Right. Uh, I had uh, the chance to uh, to deal with them, to work with them in the last period, in the last month, and it's been a great experience for us because it's a, it's a really smart company uh, created by smart people like Mike and Breed, yes. very fast and uh, with a proper mindset, very open uh, to uh, to increase, to grow again, even if the, the products are so good, and I think it's uh, one of the uh, it's something that really can make the difference in the training, as I uh, said before in the conference. And I'm an honest person. I'm not saying this because we uh, we have our uh, we work together, but uh, it's because it is. And I, I can challenge everyone to demonstrate the opposite, right? So it's uh, it's very important. And what we are the project that we have. Uh, it's a huge project that is uh, uh, that we are going to present worldwide, uh, starting from in few weeks. We are going to be ready. Uh, it's a new system uh, related with handgun. Uh, it's going to be called the ISS Integrated uh, Simulation System. Integrated because it's something that you can integrate in a live fire, or it's something that you can integrate in different kind of trainings in martial arts, in a, uh, in a CrossFit, right. in in a different uh, sports or disciplines. Uh, so what uh, what we are going to do basically is to uh, we want to. Uh, try to change the approach and the mindset on uh, what it's really important in training, especially on the base, on the foundations of shooting, on the fundamentals of shooting. And uh, the ISS is, uh, is, uh, is I think, uh, is going to be 
uh, huge. It's a part of the future that we are going to have because people they need to understand that the huge part of training, especially at the beginning, is made in uh, in a dry fire in here in their houses, uh, in but following a methodology, not random. And you're going live fire. Twenty percent is based on a live fire, uh, just to confirm the hard job you have made in uh, in uh, in dry training. So the ISS is a, is a system that we're going to develop two different lines, our civilian and military law enforcement line. And it's something that we, we already have uh, some uh, training on programs. And the next months around the world, we are going to we start with 12 countries and we arrive to 27, in, I think, in close to two years, and included the United States. And that's a, yeah, that's an, that's an aggressive schedule. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah it's, it's something that uh, is going to be, I think it's going, it's something interesting because basically what we want to do, we want to uh, provide training and uh, educational training uh, to people, especially on the civilian side, uh, not only in the shooting range, but in a conference room of hotels or in gyms right. or uh, in the places where now you can uh, use a real guns or real firearms. And we're, you know, the the, the cert, uh, platforms, uh, what you can do with this kind of tool and training is really more than what you can do with a firearm. So you can be more accurate on uh, some training protocols. At that point, that your uh, the pro efficiency that you can develop uh, using a specific methodology right. with this tool uh, can give you really more results than to use a simple firearm. It's a combined, uh, combined uh, training that is, uh, is imp it's really extraordinary. And, and Mike, that's what you guys have been doing there for, for years now. It's, you know, the, the, you we're using the cert to get our reps in, get our trigger pulls in, and then we use the, the live fire at the end to just confirm our training. Oh, exactly. And, and to that note, I mean, we just built this relationship for the last few months with Zero and starting with some Skypes, kind of feeling each other out and such, you know, uh, kind of beyond what we've you know, learn from each other, say in the, in the bars at yeah, SHOT Show and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, bars at SHOT Show. everything starts, yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was really fascinating. We, we would get off a, kind of give you all some insights here, uh, get off a Skype, you know, a zero and long one, and right. got, you got the, the time change and everything, and we're like, wow, we are in lockstep. I mean, right. you know, we have a little different backgrounds and, and experience. I always looked at it more just to build raw proficiency, uh, just by distributed learning, get more reps in, and then Zero would, would recite or in, in its own way, in a different way, but the same kind of core concepts of all the needs for manipulation and making training as a lifestyle. And you know, get these reps in and load the barriers to entry, which you know, says make it make it cheap, make it not make it expensive. So um, it, you know, it's huge for the international market. We're super, super excited to see the, the ISS go. From what I see on the curriculums and all the uh, the testing, it's it's absolutely fantastic and and it's nice overseas because there's an ammo shortage and us we're kind of we're blessed because we can shoot a bit more but right, we're also right. that also sometimes puts the blinders on that you know we don't we, we about just getting 20 second trainings right you know right in the kitchen by tucking in and getting a quick rep in so exciting stuff exciting stuff ahead super excited these relationships are amazing 
It's it's wonderful, and you say we're coming. We're looking at seeing it in the next uh, two three months. Is when we're gonna we're gonna yes it's gonna be presented. Yes, we are going to do the first course in uh, half of uh, June. Uh, is it exactly okay. why it's integrated? We are going to do the first course with Alessio uh, Zakara, that is a professional UFC fighter, not right. a Bellator fighter. Right. Uh, mm. And we are going to run a training course uh, together as a good friend of uh, of mine, as a brother. And so we are going to uh, try to connect two different words, uh, martial arts uh, and the MMA words, right. uh, together with uh, education, with uh, uh, with the firearms, with uh, with a platform like a handgun that is uh, the most uh, uh, common platform in the world, right? Because right. everybody works with that. Listen, we got to take a break. Uh, can we come back? We do this. We do a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. And Zero, I want people to. I want to want to talk about you. I want people to learn who you are. Besides what they see on the videos, so let's That's learn great. about Zero. Here I am. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the USCCA's Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is uh, Mike. I'm coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Expo here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And again, thank you to my friends over at Splitter Customs for uh, for sponsoring this program this week. And uh, check out, check them out for some premier firearms coatings. Uh, and Mike, I believe you're familiar with that company now too. Splitter Customs doing a, maybe you guys doing a little work on the side there. Oh yeah. I mean, it looks <laughs> like it, I mean, everything we've seen is a really, yeah. really strong entity from every every aspect, every angle. Good company, good people there. Uh, we we're joined again again our good friend Mike Hughes from Next Level Training and we have Instructor Zero with us. Yeah, uh, Zero. We talked a lot about the training last segment, uh, which is great stuff. Can't wait to see the cooperation yeah. and the ISS training and everything that that comes down. I'm hoping to grab onto some of it somewhere around the world, not in the United States because I'm tired of training in the United States. I want to go somewhere else. I want to get yeah. my vacation. I want to go back to my home. My family's yeah, from yeah, Italy, yeah. so you can come whenever you want. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, well, more than welcome. <laughs> um, I wanna, let's talk about you. People see the videos. We see. We all see the Instructor Zero videos on uh, Facebook and on the mm -hmm. internet. Um, but let's let's find about about you. How do? What's your background? What's your experience? How did you get into this? You don't just uh, you know come out of the womb and decide that I'm going to be an, I'm going to be an instructor. You've, you've you've built your credentials over the years. So basically, is um, 
the, what people they see on YouTube or the social media part is probably the 0.5% of what <laughs> we are doing for real. I mean, right. that is uh, the commercial part. That's, right. uh, uh, that we, even the name is Tractor Zero, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's something that we decided to something like that some years ago because I, I wasn't com uh, before 2006 uh, that uh, I, I didn't know even what was internet. I mean, it was right. something that I, I want to avoid, and, you know, right. social media, even for the kind of job uh, I was doing. So uh, that's uh, my story is a simple story. I'm uh, uh, I was born in Italy and I grew up in Africa. Uh, so I started my experience in, uh, with my military service in the Highborn Brigade. So I okay. was uh, a young paratrooper, <laughs> and then during my service, I had a bad injury in my uh, on my left knee. At that point, I had uh, uh, my first failure. I mean, right. uh, my plane A was done, uh, but uh, at that time, I said, Geez, "This is." I want to do this live anyway, right. so I need to go over this. So how I can arrive to my goal, even if plane A was done. So right. uh, I pass it on plane B and say, it doesn't matter if I need to do plane B or plane C or D, whatever, I need to arrive to the goal. I want to do this in my life. So I start. I went back in Africa and started to work in the private uh, security, and I continued to study at the same time. And I never stopped to study in my life. I continue to do it even now. And I graduated investigation and security and uh, science of formation uh, and I teach it for 12 years in the university as well and I work for a, a huge financial group uh, right. where we cover different kind of tasks all around the world and uh, security consulting and risk assessment uh, staff and then training as well and in 2006 we start to provide training in my, my biggest lack in uh, my life uh, is that I had the chance to work with some of the best professionals in the world, in, uh, especially professionals that have experience in different kinds of environments. I work in, in jungle, different kinds of jungle, South, yeah. uh, Southeast uh, Asia jungle, South America jungle, and desert. I work in Africa, Middle East, uh, South America a lot, Southeast Asia, the United States, East Europe, Balkans. So I had all the human radics uh, uh, under, uh, under my training. So, and this is uh, the biggest part of my experience. So, uh, so for this reason, I think I'm a professional student. I feel, <laughs> I just feel that I, 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 I didn't uh, arrive yet to the base of the mountain. Right. I need to start to climb, uh, and I know that. There are tons of people with more experience than me, more uh, more knowledge, more skills than me. But this for me is good because it's a reason to increase and improve day by day uh, my person. You know, it's, uh, we need to, to step even one inch, but every day we need to try to do one inch forward uh, to our main goal. That's it. Always learning. Always continue always, learning. Always. Yeah, always. Yeah. I'm a uh, professional student of life. <laughs> um, you know, one thing that you said in there, and I don't know if the, the, you know, the, the, the folks out there listening have any idea. You, you taught at the university. You're a professor. Yeah, I'm a, uh, yes, uh, I was a clinical professor in the university. I take care about, uh, about uh, all the private uh, figures in this industry. So uh, starting from the, uh, the security manager, arrived to the risk assessment manager, and uh, training specialist, uh, training advisor, and blah, blah, blah. So all the figures that uh, for, for a student could be the future in this profession. You know, the, prefer the PSD person security take close protection as well all the figures that you can cover in uh, uh, in this industry that was my part of the job I, I'm looking through the resume uh, you know obviously following you and you know been a fan for a long time uh, and that you've all over the world taught everywhere yeah. but but not Antarctica 
You have not. <laughs> not no, that, it's, yeah. I, I know it's every place you've been I, I everywhere. I didn't have penguins in the, yet in my training, but probably in the future with ISS we can sell something even there. But out of this, yeah, uh, I've been doing this for twenty, at around twenty-five years right. now. Right. And I, I was the younger in my, in my team when I started, and I, and this happened often in my life. I had the luck to have met. Uh, some of the people that they wrote the history of the last 50 years in right. the bad and in the good. Right. Uh, so uh, I think that, you know, uh, it's um, uh, if I, mm, as an educator, uh, I teach it one in my life, I learn at 1,000 right. from the others. So uh, knowledge is never goes in one direction. It's always something that goes in two ways. So right. every time you are there to teach, to share, is uh, probably it's more what you learn than what you teach sometimes. That's it. You've got a book coming out soon. Yes, I have a book. Uh, the, the, the book is uh, based on 99 concepts. It's an open project because the 100 one is, uh, must came from you, right. from the people, from the reader. Okay. And uh, uh, our concepts that are, uh, are based on my experience related with firearms and, uh, and daily life, basically. So we are going to take out the book. For, for real, the book is ready from a while now, <laughs> but we have a lot of things and we don't want to burn uh, the meat on the barbecue. So we right. need to go step by step. Right. And we're going out with a, with a book very soon. Got a couple minutes left. I want to cover some, you know, some stuff the fans want to hear. Yeah. Craziest place you've ever taught. What's the craziest place you've ever... Somebody said to you, come teach here. We want your instruction. What's the craziest place you've ever done? <laughs> Or probably South America or some place in Africa or I mean you know sometimes uh, it's hard because when you teach in a not permissive environment or high-risk environment right. uh, doesn't matter if it's training or not uh, when you are out uh, you are the main target because you know for the cartels for example uh, you are the, the, the subject that is called by the government or uh, by the unit to provide the help on, on the fight, so right. if they can uh, give a double slap to the government, bringing you in a in a horizontal position, uh, it's a it's a big hit for them. So this is uh, is why. So this is uh, this has happened. But you know, tons of uh, tons of stories. Uh, right. uh, it's great. I have the luck to work with uh, really uh, some of the best professionals. So uh, that's make my job easier. Besides, uh, you know, the Pacific Northwest and next level training. Favorite place to go when you're doing training? Oh, everywhere. I, I really love it. I, I don't think I have one. United States is my second home. I okay. mean, uh, every time I'm here, it's, uh, for me, it's like a Disneyland. You know, because, <laughs> right. uh, which I which we have, coincidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons, you know, for the minds and for, for, for what you can have here that for us is a dream. And this is something that I want to advise the, the, the Americans to watch with more attention what is happening and what happened in Europe. Yeah. Because this kind of virus uh, could become pandemic. Yes. So pay attention to this. I know that the Second Amendment that I support with all my family, uh, the Second Amendment is a part of your culture. And this makes this country so great. But you need to protect this, uh, this right. right. And at the same time, we need to educate people to hone this right in the proper way. 
That's it. That's it. It's education. All about education. Yes. Uh, Zero, how can people follow you? What's the best places to go to see what you're doing? Oh, so uh, we have uh, social media platforms, uh, Extracted Zero and Facebook and yes. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, you're on there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's yeah, right. Facebook, okay. Instagram, yep. my brain is That's done. all right. No, I, I follow, listen, I'm yeah. a Team Zero follower, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, yeah. I'm there. Or we have www.instructorzero.com right. is our website where you can see the bio, I can see pictures all around the world from our experiences, from units and all the stuff. But Zero, uh, thank you for coming on the program. I mean, grazie, grazie. Thank you, thank you, grazie, grazie, boy. Um, it, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on. Hope to get you thank back you. on. And then we work with these guys close, so thank you. I'm sure we'll see each other again. Mike, thank, thank you. you for coming over to the program. Excellent as always. And, and then how does everybody f stay in touch with Mike Hughes? Oh, just go to nextleveltraining.com. And actually, if you want to sign up to our newsletter, we will do a blast here on the ISS program as soon as it launches. Perfect. So you can sign up there at nextleveltraining.com. Folks, thanks for joining us here on the program. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. 
The following segment is brought to you by Snagman. Snagman is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, once again, I want to thank our good friends at Splitter Customs for making this possible. You want some premier firearm coatings, you go to splittercustoms.com. Hey, my next guest is a first time, first time he's been on my program. Uh, and uh, it's, it's odd. Well, we get to that. We'll talk about the oddness. But let me welcome in uh, Andy Hoosier from The Voice of Reason out of Wichita, Kansas. Andy, welcome to the program. Mike, it's great to be with you, my friend. It's a great time to be out here at the Expo, my very first gun expo I've ever been to. Really? Okay. And this is really exciting. So it's, it's good to get out of Wichita, Kansas. It's right. good to get out here and kind of see everybody enjoy the Second Amendment stuff, especially with all the shenanigans going on in Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. This is, this is crazy here. We had uh, one of the representatives here that was talking about the lawsuit that's pending or the lawsuit that's, that's against the city for them, but, you know, uh, you know, banning the firearms in the city, trying to do it because they knew we were showing up. I guess they couldn't get it enacted in time. But, but I mean, talk about, uh, you know, legislation in your face, just fighting anti-gun, you know, nonsense right here in our face. Here's the crazy part about this is the fact that the city attorney even directed the city council not to go forward with the bills they're yeah. trying to go forward with because it's against state law. It violates the state law. And the city council said, I don't care. We're still going to do it. So that's why it's so great to have this ex expo here now and what we're doing because it rubs it in their face. They lost their minds when they heard about this coming to town. Yep. The uh, Antifa members and all those yahoos out there that are going to threaten to protest, whatever they're doing, they lost their minds hearing about this. Yep. And the fact that so many people are showing up to this, they're expecting over 10,000 people this weekend, yes, just shows that the elected officials here are not representing the people because if they're going to go on that far of a limb to try and ban guns and try and limit the Second Amendment and we show up in mass, that sends a statement to those guys and they don't want to see that. No, absolutely not. There's a on the way in and then I went out to her on a lunch break. There is a sign that says uh, the spectator area, the viewing area, the, the protester area. It's that sign <laughs> sitting by itself. It's got some sandbags holding it up and there's nobody out there. I don't, I don't know whether people just don't protest on the Saturday or it's a little too damp out there. for Well, them. it's too early. They haven't woken up yet. <laughs> yeah. They haven't woken up yet. And again, I, I mean, I'm 30. I'm a part of that millennial generation. I right. apologize for my generation <laughs> every day because right. we've lost our minds. Right. But you would think that they would second guess maybe protesting a place where there are tons of people carrying firearms right now. I mean, you would think that yeah. would be something that runs across their mind. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things uh, I've always looked at it from uh, what we see going on in the Middle East, you know, with the with Israelis and Palestine. It's like, mm. don't throw rocks at the tanks. Yeah. Don't throw rocks at the tanks. Don't There's do that. so many things that could go wrong there. Yeah. I mean, but that's what you get here. That's that's what I think of when I see let's protest the gun people. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, we, you know, we are responsible. Nothing like that is going to happen, but it's one of those. It's like sticking a you know put, putting a stick in a, in a, in a bee's nest. You our, know, our, our response is going to go well. How cute! Yeah, yeah. yeah. how cute! Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so first gun expo for you ever. Ever, yeah. Okay. Never. I've been to tons of other expos. Never right. been to a gun expo. I've heard about the Shot Show. I've heard about the NRA, right. and I've heard about this one. And uh, being able to come out to this one, I mean, the fact that there are so many women demos here, and the right. different uh, demonstrations for the concealed carry purses and the clothes and stuff for women, yeah. it is unbelievable. And the number of women that are showing up to this, I mean. It really does prove that that is the number one growing demo in the gun sure industry is. right yeah. now yeah. because they realize they're the ones that are vulnerable, the right. children, them going to the grocery store every day, them coming out of a shop. I mean, it's sad 
that we have to worry about that, but it's amazing that we're seeing that many women recognize that and want to be here. You know, you, you sit here and you walk around, and I'm just, I'm just glancing left and right as we're sitting here at the booth together, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's, you got your typical, listen, it's the Second Amendment, so there's old white guys here, old fat white guys. Sure. We got, yeah. pl we got yeah, plenty there of that. We go. But, but there is, like you said, there's women, there's people from, uh, from all different uh, you know, races and ethnic uh, origins, mm -hmm. there's the, I see the, uh, the LGBT group, it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's when people realize, uh, you know, I want to protect myself, I want to protect my family. Uh, and the Second Amendment is, is there for me. And, well, the and, media doesn't realize it. The narrative that they come out, whenever there's a shooting, right. they think the narrative is people are going to be now scared of guns. Right. I mean, they just had the shooting with the mosque a few months ago, which is why they're losing their minds about the gun thing. Yeah. I mean, the Florida shooting down at the bar, if you remember a few years ago with, at the uh, gay bar. I sure do. And right there in Orlando, the, where we are. Yeah, that's yep. right. You guys are right down yep. there. Yep. And they lost their minds. Yep. And what happens is people go the other direction. Yep. I mean, the LGBTQ community came out in mass wanting to go buy firearms yep. to protect themselves yep. because they were concerned about it. You know, the uh, the Muslim community, after mosques, they want to protect themselves. Right. So they go out and get the guns. The narrative of the progressives, of the media, they lose their minds because they don't grasp yeah. the fact that people actually become more comfortable with guns to learn about it to get them as opposed to saying oh my gosh now i'm even more scared of guns and i want to shy away from it they don't they don't grasp it there's not a light that clicks on in their brain for some reason no there's not you know but but they have their narrative and they need to push their narrative right and, and then their narrative is it was the gun's fault so let's get rid of the gun exactly you know and and, and that's where we always end up with them and then you again you come here to these expos you see these people you meet these people you talk to these people and it's the exact opposite which is why we encourage you folks, you know, get out to the expos. You know, don't wait till you're 30 years old to go to your first gun expo. Yes. You know, you know, yes. <laughs> I'm falling behind a little bit here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hey, get out. Listen, even if you go walk around, uh, you know, a gun show, your local gun mm -hmm. shows, you know, and I know you've got them there in, in Kansas um, uh, or wherever you happen to be listening, go to a gun show. You're going to see... Listen, going to the gun shows like going to the like going to the the, the county fair. You're, you're going to see some. Uh, oh, it's some, great! You're going to see some people. You're going to you know, listen. You'll be able to get a corn dog while you're there, and probably probably some uh, you know some uh, elephant ears to eat. You know they've they've got all sorts of all sorts of carnival food at the gun shows, especially if they're holding them at the uh, the county facility. Mm -hmm. But. You you could walk around. You, you're going to see the guns. You can see the people. You're going to see your typical. You know, wearing the if they if they they could have my gun when they pry for my dead cold hands. But <laughs> but but you'll you're going to meet those people. You're going to meet the people in the second moment. You're going to walk around and you're going to see. And this is the big thing. You're going to see people that want to protect themselves from across the span. Uh, you know, the, across the board. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, race. Religion, sexual preference, they are there to protect themselves. And it's all about the education. All yep. And as you mentioned, walk to a gun show. I mean, Kansas, they, we have gun shows every weekend in Kansas. Right. I mean, we, we love it because we're the constitutional carry. We can carry yeah. open. We can carry right. concealed. It doesn't matter. We have it all over the place. And uh, now with our liberal Democrat governor, they're trying to change some of that. But we still got a hard right legislature, so it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So many other states are trying to get to that level. Right. And it's important to not only fight that fight but to educate go to the range be understanding about the firearms to teach the young kids i mean i went through a high school shooting my senior year i was there i understood it. i saw what happened i didn't shy away from it it's right. one of those where hey i would have felt a heck of a lot more comfortable if i actually had a firearm if one of the teachers had a firearm these are conversations that we need to have across the states and it begins at the local level and at the state levels and when you can do that man i mean we're going to see a whole different change of a narrative here when it comes to the second amendment yeah, you're absolutely right, and, and that's where we have to do it, and that's where we start is, is at that local level. And if it's at that gun show, if it's at the schools, wherever it happens to be, it's the local level. It's folks, it's you listening, you talking to your friends. It's when you sit around, and I know it's tough, when you're sitting around at work or you're sitting around at a restaurant and somebody says, well, listen, I don't mind handguns, but not them crazy assault weapons. They kill people. 
Yeah, that's where you need to, yeah, you need to say something. Scary line there. You know, you, you, you've, got to, you've got to say something. Well, you know what? Uh, what what's wrong with the assault weapon? Well, they're evil, and you know, and have that have that conversation with them. Yeah. Do you yeah. realize that there's a 22 caliber AR? I mean, yeah. are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. That's, uh, should we should, should we ban all 22 rifles? I mean, come on, give me a break. That's it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it all. And then. Listen, they always get me with the, uh, you know, the arming teachers. Well, first off, again, we're not arming teachers. Nobody's <laughs> making them line up and get their guns out. Or, you know, issue them their shotguns before we go to work. Um, you know, educate them, folks. You know, tell people it's not about arming teachers. It's about keeping from stripping them from their Second Amendment rights when they cross some imaginary line on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's it. And if we need some of those clubs again. I mean, you see, yeah. I don't know if you've seen on social media, I mean, some of these classes in, like, Russia, where the kids are sitting there and they go back and forth tearing a gun apart, putting yeah. it back together, breaking it back down, putting it back together, and they just go through the whole line. It's like, man, we're, we're now just trying to get back to the point where we're allowed to have BB gun clubs in school yeah, because, crazy. you know, we're so scared and terrified of this stuff. If we could actually get to that level, imagine the, the comfort we would have. And my generation wouldn't be out at a college campus calling the police because a balloon popped and they thought it was a gunfire. I mean, give me a break. And then the police showed up wearing their guns and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and they were they were triggered because they felt unsafe because there were guns yeah, on the campus. Exactly. Uh, it was, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a local uh, high school by me that uh, they have their junior ROTC unit. Sure. And they just started a rifle team, uh, excuse me, a, a shooting team. Sure. But they have to use air rifles. Uh, they have to be locked in a cage, inside a safe, inside a vault, buried underground, you know, 12 feet of concrete over it, that kind of nonsense. It's ridiculous what they've done to do what we used to do when I was younger sure. uh, and we used to have in schools. If you, if you wanted it, it was, it was there. And you taught weapon safety. And it was hunter safety. You, know, you could it was, carry it in the back of your truck and you'd have the gun rack in the back of your truck when you went to school. Florida, it started in 1986. They got away with that. I was in high school from 83 to 87 and clearly remember the firearms in the back of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Andy, thanks for joining me on the program. You uh, bet. It, it's been a treat. Uh, uh, you know, look forward to, for, to doing this again. Uh, definitely we get anything Kansas, we're, we're on the phone with you. But, uh, Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, we don't have to wait till then either. You no, know, anytime. So anytime it's, it's good. good to be with you. You, you know, and I guess we should tell people how we met. we only got a couple of seconds left. Uh, we are both uh, guest hosts for our good friend Mark Walters. That's right, Armed American and, Radio. Yeah, and, and if we don't give him a plug, then you know he would he would be he would be mad. So, <laughs> Andy, where can people listen to you? KQAMRadio.com out of Wichita, Kansas. I do the midday show. It's a fun time. Andy, again, thank you for joining us. And folks, listen, it's been a great program. I want to thank my friends at Splitter Customs one more time and tell you, as I always do, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra 